Hi, welcome to Sexy is Timeless Talk. Ladies, are you single? Hmm. If so, you don't want to miss this show because we are going to talk about boys today. I am Luisa Diaz, author and founder of Luisa Diaz Foundation, which is a celebration of kindness coming to you from Manhattan, New York. Now, let me introduce to you my fabulous friends and co-hosts. Hi, everybody. I'm Samantha Pesudo Drucker. I'm your lifestyle genie, and I'm coming to you from sunny Hollywood Beach, Florida. And I have some news really quickly. Yesterday, I had my fitness fantasy come true. I got to have a conversation with Bob Harvey of The Biggest Loser. That's like my dream come true to be on that show, even though I know I'm not fat enough, but wow, I would love to not starve. <laughs> I would love to be like tortured and like starved and just eat lettuce for like a month with, you know, Bob torturing me every day. That would be like so fun. Anyway, I got that conversation yesterday as a part of uh, AstraZeneca's Survivors Have Heart Initiative, and I got to tell my story with him, and I will tell you more about that very soon. You're just gonna have to keep tuning in on Wednesday. Wonderful, wonderful, Delena. Hey everyone, it's Delena Dixon, editor in chief of DivaGalsDaily.com. I'm down here in Grovetown, Georgia, and I'm the single gal on the panel. Yes, you are. But before we go to our diva talk, all about boys and dating and virtual dating, because we have so much to catch up. So, uh, let me uh, ask you something, Samantha. Are you are you saying that you're going to be at that show, at the, the biggest loser? Uh, no, I'm not going to be on the show. I, I'm not quite heavy enough. I know, that's what I'm saying. You cannot be there. Okay. <laughs> the pharmaceutical company, um, AstraZeneca, along with Bob Harper, who's the trainer for The Biggest Loser, he himself had a heart attack very recently. Um, and so he's teamed up with the pharmaceutical company to do their Survivors Have Heart initiative. Um, so out of thousands of applicants across the country, they selected me with a, a couple other people to tell our survivor's story. And since heart attacks are the number one killer of women, it's really been you know, part of my life's outreach work to try to raise awareness and, and support research for cures. I, I think that's great because, you know, sometimes you might think because you are young, um, you are in your 20s, or your 30s, or your 40s, and you might think, oh, that's not going to happen to me, but it does happen. It doesn't matter the age. It can happen anytime. It happens to me at anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime. It happened to me at 41, and it happened to Bob Harvey, who's like the epitome of fitness. So if it can happen to him, truly it can happen to anybody. So we have to eat, breathe, sleep, move, find exercise that we love, eat well, take care of ourselves. Like in your book, Louisa, self-care, 
so important. And, and uh, we will definitely talk more about it in another show about this because it's extremely important to uh, give that information out there to all our audience, to all our fabulous friends who are watching us. But now let's go to our Diva Shah and let's talk about boys. And as we ladies, you already know, and gentlemen who are watching, I am married for three years now. And uh, Samantha is married as well. Uh, for two years, right, Samantha? Almost three. So our single girl here, our single diva here is Dilena. So Dilena, let me start with you. <laughs> I want you to really share with us how is your dating going right now? Are you virtual dating? Are you on uh, what is the website that you are using? What is the experience? Please share with us. Well, yes. Um, so we're in the middle of a pandemic, if you haven't noticed. Um, and it's a little bit harder to date now. Dating is always difficult, but really difficult when it, you have to think about all these uh, social distancing things you have to take to date. So I have been dating. On our website, divagalsdaily.com, we actually started uh, Find a Husband in 90 Days Quarantine Edition. And it's fantastic because our dating expert, just happens to be my lovely co-star, Samantha, and she's been giving some great advice on how to date in the middle of a pandemic. Yes. Online sites, uh, being introduced to people, which is amazing. Uh, I am going on video dates. I am doing a lot of phone calls and texting, and I have tried to actually meet people social distance, but, um, there were some really interesting reasons why they wouldn't meet me. So, um, yeah, let me, uh, I wanted to hear that, but let me ask you. So what is the time frame when you start talking to someone on uh, online and that you say, hey, uh, I think that's, that would be great if I tell you more about this in person. So is it one week, two weeks, three weeks, a month? What is it? Samantha, I'm going to throw it to you because you're the expert. No, no, but before I go with Samantha, but let me ask you, what are you doing oh, okay. right now? Like, do you do it like uh, in a week? Do you meet the person in I a mean, week? Right. I mean, normal, in normal circumstances, I would say after three or four emails or a phone call, you meet the person. Now it's a little bit more complicated. Um, I'm just taking time to talk to people. And I would say it's been about maybe two months um, because I'm in Georgia. Some of the people I'm yeah. talking to are in New York. Some of the people I'm talking to are in New Orleans. Some of the people I'm talking to are in Florida. Thank you, Samantha. Um, so, you know, right now, trying to plan to actually meet them. Usually I would hop on a plane and be like, where are we going to meet? What bar? I'll see you there. Uh, but it's taking about two months to plan the logistics to actually meet somebody. What about you, Samantha? What would you think? What would you think that would be ideal when you start already talking with someone? Well, ideally, sooner is better than later. Yeah. Having said that, I feel like each individual relationship is different. Some people, after two, three emails and a phone call, you plan a date for the next week. But we are in the midst of a pandemic. Travel is difficult. Sometimes 
um, the person that you, you know, maybe it's a long distance thing where they live in Boston, you live in New York, but the shuttle, they're in business in New York, they go back and forth every week. You know, that's a manageable relationship in normal circumstances. So, but I feel like if you are talking on the phone or video chatting together and it goes more than a month, when he hasn't reached out to make an appointment to meet you and made the effort to meet you in person, move on. That's waste. Yeah, waste of time. I, my opinion, my opinion, I think is I will give only one week, one week of texting, and and this person's supposed to call me. He should be calling me. He must call me. Otherwise, I will not. I will not waste my time to be talking and texting i i don't know i just find it three weeks it took jeffrey and i like three weeks to actually meet in person from the time we first made contact because he had like a, a week trip in the middle to boston yeah to i think it is the sooner the better totally and the, the better Talk about it. but if you're me you see you have to understand me i'm usually the one who holds back i'm not like oh yeah, we've had two taxes, let's meet. Like, I'm like, is it, I, I, I will say in the past, I just, I'm a long-term person. Like, I'm like, oh, do I really want to get dressed? Do I want to actually get on the hey, subway and go? Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going to go deep down here. Uh, yeah. yeah so why are you trying to self-sabotage yourself? Crack. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> well, I think for a while, um, and it's so interesting, I was listening to some morning and med um, motivation this morning. And one of the things that it said with relationships is that you have to self-heal first, right? Yeah. So I came out of a relationship and it was a really sudden thing to end. Um, and I realized that I had developed feelings that were much stronger than anybody expected. So it took a while for me to get to a point where I felt like I was comfortable moving forward and saying, I can leave this in the past and move forward to the future. Yeah. And I tried to jump right into it. Like, you know, the person was like, I don't want to be bothered with you anymore. And the next day I was like, I have to find a husband. And it just didn't work. I was meeting people and I was I was coming up with excuses not to see them again. So it took, uh, it took almost two years for me to get to a point where I'm like, now I'm ready mentally to meet somebody else and build a relationship with this person. So I know that you really went through the ringer with your last relationship and it's been a little while and I know you've had some time to heal. Um, but let me just say, if finding a husband is truly on the top of your to-do list, then just like you are committed to your fitness program and you're working out, um, then it's a priority to get dressed to interview a candidate for being your husband. And by the way, I agree. Gentlemen, ladies who are listening in the audience, Louisa and I are currently accepting applications for viable candidates for Delena. So if you have an uncle, a brother, a cousin, a grandfather, somebody that you think that would be appropriate for this superstar here. Grandfather, please. No grandfather. You can <laughs> let us 
know. Maybe he's and like, that's all right, father. Well, okay, yeah, he's well, the right grandfather. Right? Okay. My mother would say as long as he's vertical, so. <laughs> but you know, I know, I hear you, Delena, you were hurt. And you, and usually when someone, we are all humans and we get hurt in a relationship, it is difficult, you know, to try to open up again to a, a new person. But we have to, that we have to, we need to be, I am a romantic and I believe in love. So yes, open up and remember vulnerability is sexy. I know we sometimes, we, we do not want to be vulnerable. Uh, because we are strong and we are the good girl, but uh, we need to. If we really want to find that special someone, we need to be vulnerable. But let's talk about worst date. Dilena, tell me about your worst date ever. Oh my goodness. Um, where can I begin? I've had some really- Only one, only one, please. Um, we don't have too much time. Uh, yeah, um, I feel so b sad and bad saying this, um, but there was a young man who approached me on the train and basically said, oh, I'd love to take you out. And I was like, well, if you can find me on social media, um, you can go out with me. And he did. So I met him at a restaurant, but maybe he had worked out before the date or something. Uh, for, it was very obvious he had not showered. Oh. <laughs> so it was really, you know, and he's trying to lean in and I'm leaning back and I'm just like, I just, I mean, I felt so bad for him because he was trying to be so earnest and we, and it turned out we didn't have a lot in common as we were talking, oh, um, but I just felt so bad for him because I was like, I wanted to be like, dude, you got to shower before a date. Yes. Oh my God. What about yes. you, Samantha? That's horrible. That's like, <laughs> I run. What about you, Samantha? The worst date I ever had was when I was writing my original series for Diva Gals Daily for Delena's magazine, 90 Days to Husband Number Two, which is the series through which I met Jeffrey. However, having said that, before meeting Jeffrey, I had the worst date of my life. So, he said, let's meet for a coffee. Meet me uptown. So first of all, I'm like, can you, you know, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll go uptown, whatever. Okay, I go uptown. Do I get a coffee? No. Does his dog pee on my Chanel pumps? Yes. And then he has the nerve to try to steal a kiss. We haven't even had a conversation. Your dog just peed on my favorite Chanel stilettos and I still have no coffee. There's really like the waste uh, to get uptown and get dressed. That was my worst data. Oh my God, that's funny. Well, ladies, when I was living in LA, I can share with you that I remember like one of my worst days is uh, this guy very successful and he really likes me and he sent me this beautiful um, uh, flowers and he asked me to go to the day but it was something about him I didn't like so I kind of didn't want to go out with him but he was so persistent so I said okay I'm going to give it a try I'm going to go and have uh, lunch with him so and he sent me flowers and all this and so and he is very, he's dressed well, you know, very presentable. And, but he has this thing that he cannot 
keep eye contact he's looking 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 like you know this guy that with you that you are looking i don't like that because hello hello this doesn't give you attention what are you doing in my way so it's like so he was like looking and over the phone on the phone and uh i just get up get up and i left him i left him at the restaurant and then he was texting me and all this and never ever ever text him back it's like so careful my time is worthy i respect myself i am worthy so hello pay attention pay attention man yeah pay attention <laughs> so that was one of the worst days so let's talk about elena darling what exactly are you looking for in a guy yes let's and, get into her case yes let's I want to that. what are you looking for i'm not in the high, hot seat at all today no. <laughs> yeah, well, but, uh, because you are the single girl here but i don't want you to tell me only what you're looking for a date like you know just have a, a little romance why are you looking for a, a husband a man that you see it, will be your husband what is that you're looking for well i will say that i've watched the two of you with your fabulous husbands <laughs> um, i've observed and one of the things that i noticed is that you guys make great partnerships with the men you've chosen you guys are like partners in crime and yes. you support each other yes. on the different projects and dreams and goals that you each have yes. so ideally i would love to find somebody who could be my partner in crime Oh, I love that. I can be a cheerleader and and yeah. a rah-rah girl for all the things that are important in their life and they would do in turn for mine. And of course, we'd find something in the middle that we would want to build an empire together. Um, so, so go ahead. No, no, I was going to say somebody that I communicate with really easily. Um words, I always say words are my passion as a writer. Um so someone who can use their words to express themselves. Well, well, Ali, let me tell you this. Yes. Okay. Someone who communicate very easily, I'm sorry to disappoint you, that's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Because um men have <laughs> men. We 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 are the ones to are easy in communication, but unfortunately, um it doesn't mean that men doesn't love you, is that the way that they communicate is so much different than we do. And sometimes we wanted to speak about so many different things and explain it. And they see different they see things different. You know, so then we need to understand and respect the way they communicate as well. I'm not trying to change that. So this is something that I have learned with my husband as well. Yes. So because I like to I like to communicate, I like to speak my mind, I like to say what I feel and what I don't feel. My husband in the other hands, he is a little bit more reserved. And he he so I need to learn how what is the best way of communication for both of us. And we figured it out in the relationship. And it's great. It's, it's you know, it's it's great, and it's not going to be easy. But that's what I make a relationship work. Ongoing process. Yes. The ongoing process is work. To your point, Delena, and to Luis's point, yes, men communicate differently than women, and it is an ongoing process to discover 
how your particular man communicates. Um, and but going back to what Delena said about observing how your how Alan and Jeffrey are with us um, as partners. When I got together with Jeffrey, talking about what men are looking for in women, Jeffrey told me that one of the things that attracted him to me was that he always wanted a woman that he could do business with and that he always wanted a woman that made him feel like he had a home life especially after his mother passed. I'm not telling you that you should be your husband's mother. That's not what I'm saying. Don't get it twisted. I'm saying that every man needs to eat regularly and every man needs like a feeling of warmth when they come home from the office, when they come home from doing battle and business, they need to come home to an environment that is like an oasis to them that men need that and and they need regular meals unlike women we can eat lettuce forever well, I, I agree with you but i i align so much in that focus um thank god thank god um i do cook and i cook very well my husband loved my cooking when I, your home is lovely and you make him I, feel great yes when i cook but it's not um some men like my husband He's okay if I cook. My husband loves going out. So he loves going out. So it's, it's, everybody's different. Everybody's different. It's just you finding that balance. What is good for you? You know, what but is my, It's not the food. It's not about the food. It's about the feeling that you give, Lisa. And I know that when Alan comes home from work, he enters your apartment and I know, because I've been in your apartment, that it has a lovely feeling. Oh, and oh. part of the lovely feeling is the feeling that you, Louisa, bring to that environment. You have made his apartment feel like a home. And men need that. Yeah, I, I want to say that my husband says every time, he says, baby, I love coming home because I know you are here. And exactly. I love coming home and knowing that you are here. But let's talk about let's talk about um, Delena, darling. <laughs> I keep moving around. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are in the husband. Uh, so we talk about what what are you looking for, right? So Delena, were you saying that? you want to get married like right now will you ask someone or is it appropriate what are the let's ask samantha samantha what are the appropriate questions to ask a guy that you want that you see as a prospect husband so i'm so glad that you asked me this question because in the quarantine video series i did 90 days to husband number two quarantine edition I have videos that talk about exactly these things. What is the difference between looking for a boyfriend and looking for a husband? Because the criteria can be very different. Um, and two, about communications and dating in quarantine so that you can date and meet in person safely, socially distanced. Um, and I really believe that, you know, even better 
then the internet, even though, you know, everybody's on the internet and so you should be, and I give some techniques for that, but your sphere of influence, your friends, your family, your close coworkers, um, these are people that know you. And somebody that knows you is going to be able to discern if they might know anybody in their sphere who is appropriate for you. For you. And, and so I feel like before you get on the internet, call everybody you know. Call your friends, call your family, call, you know, close co-workers and say, hey, do you have a brother, cousin, friend, workout buddies, you know, business partner, uncle, um, that might be appropriate for me? Yeah. This is what I'm looking for. And and I asked Delena to get very clear, like write it out what you're looking for. Because yes. when you send it's it important. sorry to interrupt you. It, we are out of time right now. It's um, part of manifestation. It's, it's very, very uh, important to know uh, exactly what yes. are you looking for. Because you do not know what you're looking for, how you're going to find it, right? Um, so, but before we go, very quick, please. <laughs> what are the turn off? Um, in a relationship or in a dating, like I know uh, for you, Samantha, is extremely important uh, table manners, social graces. If he has no table manners, no sense of etiquette, I cannot take him home to my mother or my family <laughs> or anybody that I know, nor could I bear to look at him while he eats. So, manners, men. Manners matter. Manners matter. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry, but do manners matter? And I, one of the things as well is, um, I am very, and this is, the, I think it comes from my mother as well. Um, if I, I cannot see when someone is eating, you know, like you can see, oh, I'm sorry. Mm. No, it, it, it is, I have to turn down my, you know, like my food a little bit. I cannot see it, I'm sorry. And yeah, it's a turn off, please, I'm sorry. Uh, Delena, you? Don't be sorry. Gentlemen, go take an etiquette class if you haven't learned yes, how to Yes, it's, it's, it's important. You know, one of the things I love, one of the things I really, really love is when a man is a gentleman and the man is really knows how to order one, knows, knows the, you know, table manners. That is to me, is so sexy. Oh my God, there is someone at the door right now. Um, so, <laughs> someone at the door now. Can you believe it? Okay, ladies, we are over time. So thank you so much. Thank you for this show. And this was the three of us just talking about dating, about men. And remember, ladies, it is also about standards and boundaries and getting to know what you really want. Be kind to yourself and others. Besitos. <laughs>